0: Does me no good for you to get us good ranking if we either have a bad reputation or no reputation in terms of what people say about us online the out there. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to
1: discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guide, Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with John Keel. Now, uh, John came to me through actually a cold email I sent to someone named Ann. And I was contacting people about Infusionsoft. Turns out Anne's a campaign maniac. Apparently, so she knows how to do all these crazy things with Infusionsoft. So I asked Anne to come on the podcast. Anne then refers me to John, who's built this amazing company that works with small businesses to um, you know manage their reputation and do their local listings and do some really. I think he's really on the forefront of what's going on uh, in this industry, especially with the small business. We were just chatting about some of the stuff we talk about now, but to do with, uh, you know, if if you go online and you search for a business and you can't find anything about them, that's even worse or just as bad as finding bad reviews. So I thought uh, get John on, have a chat about what he's seeing in the industry, uh, what's working, what's not working and uh, and see where it can go. So this is really for people who who have a small business, but I think there's going to be some interesting lessons for people who are running an e-commerce store or more of a traditional internet marketing operation it's going to I think apply across the board we'll see john how are you fantastic john good to uh, good to talk with you today yeah it's good to have you on the show man thanks for coming so before we get into i guess the the nitty-gritty of what you do and what's working and what's not can you give the listener a little bit of a background on a bit more of a background on who you are and what you do
0: Oh sure, sure, John. I appreciate it. yeah, I, as, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, I, this is actually a second career for me. I actually uh, began to work for and ended up owning and running a traditional business. Uh, when I sold it in ninety five we uh, had sixty five employees, six offices, and did about fourteen somewhere between 14 and 15 million dollars a year in annual revenue. And I, quite frankly, I, I had to sell the business just to save my family <laughs> from me, uh, you know, really got out of control. And so I'm sitting there in, uh, in Cincinnati in 95 uh, and, and a friend of mine, or actually was a buddy of mine, uh, was the dean of the local uh, local uh, graduate school, business college, uh, Xavier University in Cincinnati. And I'd gone through the MBA program there before. And uh, so he asked me to come in and teach. And so I started just teaching as an adjunct professor uh, and a couple of nights uh, Couple of students one night, and it was January of 2007. Came down after class, and these were, I mean, real people with real jobs. And they said, "What do you know about the internet?" And to give you a frame of reference, in January of '97, uh, there were uh, 62,000 websites, 72,000 websites in the world. Wow, that's not many, is it? Uh, not many, and high speed was 1,800 baud, uh, whatever a bod is. I don't know; it's slow. Uh, but you know, we didn't we didn't know any better. So. Went online for about uh, seven or eight weeks uh, and just said, "Holy cow, this is a tremendous, or could be a tremendous, tool for real business in terms of lead generation and so on." And I, I will admit, I didn't know a whole lot about marketing back then. Uh, so whatever a lead, whatever I thought a lead was back then, and uh, got involved. and I said, "You know, this is a, this could be a new thing for me." And so uh, learned from, from some very smart people. Uh, and in fact, one of the lessons uh, that that I learned, as you were alluding to, is, is I found four or five, six people. Uh, that it seemed like they would know what they, knew what they were talking about. I bought their stuff, and back then it wasn't digital delivery, John.
1: Who was selling uh, the stuff back then?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, names like uh, Marlon Sanders and Declan Dunn and Jonathan Mizell, uh, all some of my original mentors, information products. But it got delivered to you in a notebook with VHS tapes and cassettes. <laughs> and uh, so that's how I learned. And uh, And then I approached each of them, and this is the lesson. I said – I need to go to the source of the information and they, they became mentors. And so I actually paid my own money and went to them And over about four or five months. uh, They taught me everything basically that they knew and came back and and said, I'm going to kill. And (laughs) I've been very active in the, in the the local small business community. I just wanted to have a little business here in Cincinnati and work with business owners. I already knew. And after about six months had zero success and my, uh, my daughter at the not uh, not my daughter at the time, but at that time, my oldest daughter said, well, you're going about it all wrong. And she said, you're trying to convince people who don't know they have a problem that they do. Mm. And I said, wow. And she says, what you got to do is just help them go find people that have a problem and help them improve their results, which is where the name of my business, Improved Results, came from. So little change in focus and things started taking off. And and then I, since I was already involved with Xavier – uh, you know, things always get connected. I ended up developing the, uh, or co-developing the uh, the online marketing program for MBA students there. And so I ended up teaching that four or five years. And out of that came more people. I got, I found out about pay-per-click in 98. This is way pre-Google and, and got sort of a reputation around that. We developed some software to bit manage bits and wrote a book and things just sort of started taking off. And right. Uh, in fact, as I mentioned, Perry Marshall, who's a very good friend of mine, uh, came to the first seminar we did on on pay-per-click search engines, and of course he took it from there uh, with with you know <laughs> Mr. Google AdWords. And I wasn't really interested in becoming a pay-per-click expert. Uh, just I didn't want to get myself typecast there, and just did general general consulting. And out of my uh, uh, teaching, uh, a lot of my students worked for agencies, so the agencies didn't know didn't know anything about the internet, so. I came in and I was sort of their hired gun. You know, worked with a lot of uh, Fortune 100, 500 companies uh, through them. And uh, so as I mentioned, I got, I got to the point where I said, I'm never going to work for a public good health company again. Why Why is that? I'm curious. Oh, well, uh, number one, uh, back then it was, uh, uh, it, it's all about, as, as uh, Dan Kennedy says, big dumb companies who have stupid money. And uh, they just spend the money. And, and they at that point in time, they really weren't interested in results. Tracking was not that important. Yeah. With my engineering background and and what I've learned from marketing, I'm a big big believer in tracking everything. And um and things don't move fast. Yeah. I mean, just really, really slow. So uh you kind of exited out of all that and got back into working with small and medium-sized businesses. And then in two thousand late two thousand seven, a friend of mine at Google told me, I said he says you really need to look at local, the next frontier. I did, and I said, My goodness, this is you know, talk about I, I personally believe that that small and local businesses, and, and a small local businesses, anything new, maybe under ten million dollars a year or something like that, mm. maybe twenty, and um, they are the only people. If you look at net job creation in this country, it's it's that. It's certainly not the big companies, and um, I think they're the savior to the, to our economy. And I and I had been one, and I was one. So I started working in that arena with with ranking and got. We got pretty good at you know, Google local ranking and all of the things that are involved with that. And then um, that was 2008. Um, began working with a couple franchises. So all of a sudden, our business is really growing. We're working with multiple locations around the country. And in uh, June 1st, 2012, Google made some massive changes, uh, which affected, as we say, 80 million businesses worldwide in one day. And it all had to do with you know technically. And I'm not much of a technical person, but how you know, these things that people call reviews are shown and they're, whether they're indexed or not indexed. After that point in time, it was really it wasn't a big deal. It's a big deal today. Mm. And uh, uh, so we kind of flip-flopped our business uh, because uh, we would not really focused on reviews primarily uh, prior to 2012 – but as a, a number of my uh, clients have t- said to us, I said, "Doesn't does me no good for you to get us good ranking if we either have a bad reputation or no reputation in terms of what people say about us online out there. Yeah. In fact, that, that means they just find it quicker. So today our focus is on uh, primarily working with uh, – initially anyway with, uh, with businesses to get that problem handled right. and, uh, and, and then move into things like ranking and you know, all kinds of traffic generation yeah. and conversion things.
1: Right. What's interesting there is that, like, when people come into this, usually they go for, well, "I'm going to increase traffic and I'm going to increase conversions." But I like what's going on here is it's a little bit different in the sense that you don't, you know, put that to the side for a second. And step number one is to manage the reputation and
0: make sure oh. that they look good. And really, I believe that is a conversion issue, uh, in a sense, uh, because if I if I have you know, a bad reputation, is is we think we think anything under a four star reputation online. Or I have zero start, you know. I have no reviews online, which, again, is just in today's environment, it's just terrible, mm. quite frankly. Uh, and and people, why that's here's why that's important. Uh, think about this: many, most businesses are built from a, what we call private referrals, word of mouth. Mm. And uh, we did some, uh, we're involved in a study about a year ago with some folks, or some friends of ours, and and the question asked was this: When somebody recommends a business to you, what's the first thing you do? In fact, John, I would ask you, if somebody tells you about a local restaurant, what's probably the first thing you're going to do? Check it out online. Yeah, I'm going to Google them. In fact, we found that over 90% of the people said that's what they do. Wow. And so if 90% of the people from what we call a word of mouth or private referral are going online, they're checking, you know, over half of them are looking, we know, are looking for reviews. Others are maybe looking for their website or going on social media to check them out. So we say, gosh, 90% 90% of people are doing that. Let's focus on those people and give them what they want. Hmm. Uh, the, the, the thing is, uh, and, and you know this, uh, with, with uh, t- today reviews, it's just not reviews in Google or Yelp. It's just they're all over the place. You cannot hide. So if you're a business owner, and, and again, whether you're a local business owner or you're a you know national brand, hmm. th- there's stuff out there about you. Just look at Amazon. Look at all the reviews on Amazon. Yeah. And People pay attention to this, and, the, and the, 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 the interesting thing to me is, John, they don't even have to be true. In fact, we we have a number of situations we know where people have written fake reviews. A competitor will hire somebody to write bad reviews about a competitor.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it just, it, you know, that, as I said to somebody recently, I said, "I'm sorry, I didn't make the rules, uh, but this you just this is the way it is today. So you have to decide yeah. whether or not you're going to play."
1: Mm, okay, okay. So then, if you do. If if someone's willing to accept that, well, that's how the game's played today, I've got to get reviews somehow, but they don't have yep. any or they're trying to get this issue handled, what, what's your recommendation to someone who's trying to fix this?
0: Well, we did another study just recently. We were involved in another study just recently, and, and one of the questions was, so why don't you leave a review? Hmm. And about 500 people were surveyed, And they said, Bill, the, the major reason was because nobody asked me. <laughs> So most businesses do not have a system. They might have a system in place for generating referrals, maybe, uh, and hopefully they do, but they probably don't have a system in place for generating reviews. And in many cases, it's just asking, asking a, uh, asking a customer, client, or patient, yep. uh, say, you know, and, and we don't. By the way, we don't use the term review. Um, we use the term and encourage our clients to, from a scripting standpoint to say, "Hey, would you mind giving us some feedback?" Ah, uh, okay. Big difference, and and everyone will say sure. And then I have to, you know, either give them instructions on how to go to Google or Yelp or, or have tools. Maybe I have a website they can go leave a review on that, that gets general, you know, gets posted out to Google and these other sites. So it's it's having systems in place, developing systems, yeah. And systems, by the way, as as we have found the hard way, uh, mm-hmm. that don't take a lot of our employees' time or energy because they've already got jobs they're doing, yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't need one more thing. So it's just being thinking creatively of, of, of ways to do that. Um, we've even got the, the development stuff that we give to our clients that says, if somebody says, well, I don't really have time. And they say, well, uh, do you have an Android phone or uh, an iPhone? They say, sure. I said, well, here's some instructions. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you Just take 30 seconds. Here's some instructions. Take these with you. And uh, it's step by step, six easy steps to post a review on Google. Or Yelp using an iPhone
1: or an Android, yeah. and, uh, it just one way I've thought of with situations like this is you know you could obviously get like an iPad or something like that, set that up in the office. It's not going to work for some businesses, but I think generally speaking, this would work. You set it up on a stand or something at the exit or wherever people go after they've completed their purchase or the experience, and then just have a review application open and just say, hey before you go, can you just fill out you know can you can you fill out this feedback form? And, uh, uh, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's that's you know, one of the things we provide is uh, sometimes with, we'll even provide the iPad um, with our clients, but it's 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 open to that page. And again, before you go, would you mind giving us some feedback and pointing to it? Yeah. And and some will, some won't. That's okay. Uh, and then by the way, those that don't, I've got a patient list or a customer or client list. Hopefully, I've got their they better have their name and email address to be able to market to them in other ways. And you know, I have a, an email follow-up "Hey, you know, thanks very much. Appreciate you coming in the other day. Would you mind taking a minute and going here? So I give them a link to maybe my Google uh, page or my Yelp account and, and let them do it that way. Yeah, it's And, and, and it's a never-ending. Here's the thing. I participate with – I call these guys the heavy hitters. There's probably about 10 or 15 people who, have, I mean, are really, really <laughs> top drawer in this. They don't really consult at all. They just pont- – I don't want to say they pontificate because they really know what's going on. So I participate in them webinar with these guys regularly, and they have said since last November, December that 2015 and moving forward, reviews are going to be becoming more and more and more important. It's part of social proof and and social engagement.
1: Interesting. It's crazy how, like when I look at this stuff, sometimes we get so caught up thinking it's you know, we need to read you know a whole bunch of different books and and master all sorts of techniques to grow the business or to improve the ranking or to get more customers. And uh, I think here, this is so simple. Let's just get more reviews.
0: It, it, it really is, John. And uh, one of the things we've observed over the last several years is that – and again, I'll just go back to the, 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 what we call a private referral, word of mouth. Somebody tells a, a friend about your business. Friend goes online to check you out. If you have glowing five-star reviews, that's one more piece of social proof uh, about your business. And then from an authority and credibility standpoint, that's It's huge. But if you have no reviews or just a couple or negative reviews showing, chances are – and I mean for me personally, I won't i won't call you. Mm. And, and we, we developed a term we call the uncall. Uh, <laughs> you can't measure it because it never occurs. But there's a lot of business that people we believe are losing just because people have seen either bad stuff about them or no stuff about them online
1: yeah. and just
0: say, hey, I'm going to somebody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of interesting if you think about like uh, a positive feedback loop in the sense of if you're doing referral strategies and you're getting people to refer you, that's great. But if the review system's broken, or if you don't have bad review, if you've got bad reviews or if you don't have any reviews, that feedback loop's going to be broken and the referral process isn't going to work. But if you get the reviews fixed up, what's going to happen is people are going to refer you. Those people are going to go then go look you up on Google. They're going to see you've got good reviews. They're going to go to the business, and then they're yep. going to refer you again, and it creates that positive feedback loop where the business starts to grow and grow and grow and grow.
0: That's a good point. I'd never thought of it just that way, but the, the loop can be broken. And I was on a call last week, and actually somebody asked the question, well, well how do I know if I have bad reviews? I said, it's simple. Uh, t- and, but, you know, we, sometimes we get, they said, well, I'll search for dentist in Cincinnati. I said, no, that's not how people look for you. If somebody's referred to you, uh, you to them, they type in your business name and your city, and then they will type in reviews after it or, or not, and you'll see. <laughs> it's an easy check.
1: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So do you ever get clients where like, you have a business owner and you've told them to go check out their reviews, and they're like, oh, it's probably going to be fine. Then they go have a look, and they realize that they've got a whole bunch of bad reviews or maybe even have no reviews.
0: Uh, it, it happens more than you would think. And shock is 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 a response. Uh, I can remember almost like it was yesterday, about a year ago. And because we actually will we prepare a what we call a customer review report for people, some little software stuff we've developed. So it shows you everything. And uh, I sent one to this dentist, and he looked at it, and it has and includes all the negative reviews, by the way. And he had four or five negative reviews, and he called me almost in tears uh, because number one he had no idea. But secondly, two of the reviews weren't even patients. Mm. And he says, well, these are, these are not true. I said, well, <laughs> you know it, but nobody else does. And so, you know, there's a way to get around all that. And, and, and so we were able to help him uh, do that. But it's just the most important thing I think anybody can do. And as, as I told this group last week, I said, quite frankly, I don't even care if we ever work with you or not, but go check yourself out. And if you, if, if, everything's great, that's super great work. But if you're asking the question, you probably don't know and, and just see what, see what they're saying about you.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I'm actually sitting here Googling stuff to see if I can find myself <laughs> while we're chatting here. I can't really, can't seem to find too much. So maybe that's a good, maybe that's a bad thing actually. There's a lot of, a lot of podcasts out there that I've done, but
0: there's not many reviews. Yeah. yeah and, and by the way, in your you know, in, in your, in your business, cause you're, you're more of an online marketer. You can be very um, proactive about that, and you—you you know, somebody—you you don't need that many if 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 nobody else out there is uh, competing. You're relative to, to reviews as opposed to say a local business, John. Mm. And you know, ten or fifteen reviews in Google just—you know—you stand out. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting
1: too. Like, cause, you know, when I just looked it up, looked up, uh, looked it up. Then, if I go John McIntyre, uh, you know, autoresponder review, because a lot of John McIntyres out there, so uh, it's not a very unique name. But uh, on here, there's a bunch of uh, it's like a, you know, podcast, Twitter, the website, YouTube, podcast, 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 and then Clarity. So I think the podcast, I mean, in some ways, because you could look at like you've got reviews as a way to manage the reputation. You've also got – if you can get interviews or if you can get other sites to talk about you or mention you or in some way show up when you're there, And as long as it's positive, some sort of positive social proof, it still builds up that brand awareness of you being a trustworthy business.
0: I, I totally agree with you. In fact, I did some research on you before we talked. and I said podcast after podcast after podcast. And from an authority and credibility standpoint, uh, game over.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's good to know. It worked. That's good to. I need to get those reviews there, but it's it's not
0: really. I can't really put myself in Yelp yet. No, in in fact, I I wouldn't even recommend that. I I just I just saw an article today that. (laughs) Well, I won't get into Yelp, but uh, (laughs) it's 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 important uh, from a Google perspective uh, for sure. To, to have reviews in Google about your business.
1: Okay, and uh, you know another thing I was interested in asking you is because you mentioned that uh, that Google came to you and said, you know, you know, local is going to be huge. So I was wondering, you know, when it comes to trends and what's going on right now at the internet, is everything's changing very rapidly. Uh, so what's what are you seeing or what have you heard about what's what's
0: really changing I mean. right now and what's coming up? I mean, these are products, services we just added within the last two months. Uh, we're, we're, get, we're being very aggressive uh, uh, with with our clients some reviews, even to the point, John, where uh, – and, and again, with, with what we do, uh, we provide a bunch of tools and software and stuff for people to get reviews. But that's dependent upon our client actually changing behavior
1: yeah.
0: and asking. And what we were noticing is that they may and they may not. And so you know, we work with somebody three to six months, and if they have no reviews or very few – even though we've done training and all that kind of stuff, it doesn't make any difference. We still, it still comes back on us. So we have, uh, <laughs> we've developed a CRM system uh, that, that, that almost initially with a client uh, within the first seven to 10 days, we'll say, uh, you know, we're doing all this other stuff for you. It's part of our onboarding process. Uh, but you need to send us a list of 50 to 100 of your clients' names with email addresses. We'll sign off on an NDA. Uh, and we will go get those reviews in your name for you. So, so in 30 days, you'll have, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 reviews. And uh, we're not leaving it up to the business owner. It's another DF, you know, done for you thing that we're seeing just because, you know, when we're running our own businesses, we're all busy. And it's, this is not a high priority for most people. So that's, that's a big trend. Uh, another one just in terms of, of uh, I'll just call it traffic. You know, how do we how do we get more visitors to, to our website? We have we're convinced that you know retargeting is huge, and we are actively incorporating that whole issue of retargeting, whether it's incorporating with Google or Facebook ads or whatever, mm. uh, into our into our processes for our clients. Because at the end of the day, I believe that every business, regardless of what they do, is looking at how do I increase my revenue, how do I increase my revenue, and you know without getting uh, exorbitant with, in, in terms of uh, customer acquisition costs. Mm. This, in our opinion, is a way to do that. So mm. we're becoming experts at that now to be able to offer that with with everything else that we do to uh, the clients
1: yeah interesting because there's some I think what's working really well right now in the retargeting space is I got a friend doing this right now. Is you set up, say you advertise an article of some kind on it could be yep. on, you know, like a restaurant review guide or you know best yep. places to eat in Seattle, something like that. Someone hits that page, reads the reads the article, whatever it is, and then leaves. They go away, but you've cooked yep. them. You've um, you know put a tracking code on their computer, which sounds kind of sinister, but um, you know anyway, you've put a tracking code on there. They go away, and then they start seeing ads all over Seattle. You know every, anytime they're in Seattle for the restaurant.
0: Who actually created the article in the first place? Yep, it's it's, it's, uh, and and that's the other piece. Content first, worry about the sale later.
1: Yeah, it's a really Uh, interesting way of you know it's 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 taken you know with the internet and some of these technologies it's taken the you know sales used to be you know it's very direct. Let's send people you know a whole bunch of emails. Let's send them a direct mail piece. Let's hit them with a billboard or a TV ad. And now it's much more. It's not so much softer, but it requires a little bit more finesse, a bit like you know seduction, say, where well,
0: you can't come yeah. blasting out. Yeah, I, I, I have to. Be, uh, and then there are a lot of reasons I believe for that, but, but as a society, and it's not just here in the states, but around the world, uh, we trust others less. And if I know that going in that that if I open my mouth, uh, you don't trust me. Uh, so when I open my my, uh, my my mouth, what I want to do is how do I provide you value that improves your life and and say, oh, and you didn't even ask me for my name and email address. Nope, didn't. And and I might not ask for a couple steps in the sequence so that, that at some point where you, uh, number one, you understand from an authority standpoint, I really do know my stuff or, you you know, anybody, I know my stuff, I'm an expert, and you can trust me. Then you're more open to at least check me out a little bit more. I think so the the, the sales process, depending upon what we're selling, uh, is changing, and I think it's changing very
1: fast. Right. I mean, one way to do this is, is you know, when you do the retargeting, you have an art, you know an article on the best restaurants in Seattle, or oh. know, a food a foodie's guide to Seattle, or something. And then yep. instead of linking to the you know your restaurant's website, you link them to you know the Google Review Places page. So you are know, yep. saying, hey, if you're looking for a restaurant in Seattle, here's a good one, and here's the review. So it doesn't even look like the restaurant's doing the ad. Yeah, uh,
0: this is pretty cool. What's going on? And, and uh, I will say that. I mean you and I both know what it is, but I uh, just uh, – I had a, a talk yesterday with one of our uh, major clients and mentioned retargeting, and he said, oh, I've heard of it, but what is it? So I I've developed, actually developed a little PowerPoint presentation. It's five minutes long, and I just take him right through, and he says, now that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a, there's a, there's a lot of – I'll just call it ignorance in the marketplace. So that means opportunity.
1: Yep, absolutely. yeah absolutely it's it's interesting i 've noticed you know what some of the clients that i 'm working with now is that when I first got started with this two or three years ago, writing the emails as a bit more or less a freelance copywriter, I was pitching the emails so I was offering well i 'll give you five emails or ten emails, and here's a price and what i 've been doing lately and this is sort of a shift in I think the way i 'm kind of running the business is it 's not about the emails it 's not about you know how you know how long it takes to write or how many words are in there or anything like that it 's about the overall solution. So with retargeting, it's not about the retargeting and logging into AdRoll no. or something like that and setting it no. up and explaining it that way. It's about saying, well, we can – you know how you can have an article online. If you got a 1,000 people in Seattle to visit this page, what if you could put a tracking code on every single person's computer and then create an ad that follows them everywhere they go? Wouldn't yep. that be cool?
0: And then they go, yeah. I mean it sounds good. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not forcing you to do anything. I'm just I'm, – I'm there. Uh, Marlon Sanders is an old, old-time old copywriter on uh, the internet internet guy. has been around forever. Great guy. He knows his stuff. I remember back in the late nineties, he said this, he told me, he says, Johnny's and he's from Texas. So he has a Texas draw. And he says, Johnny says, making money's easy. He says, you just go find out where people are and lay down in front of them. And that's really all we're talking about here.
1: I like that. Very simple. Okay. So I think we're right on time here. So before we Good. go though, if people want to learn more about you or about the business and, uh, and maybe get in touch and even become a client, where's the best place for them to do that?
0: Well then can go to our you know our website which is improved I-M-P-R-O-V-E-D, results results dot com. just you know checks out look at the content look at the and look at the testimonials and the reviews yeah. and you know I mean, I mean we've got a, a phone number that people can call I, I will tell you this John I don't answer my phone I only I do scheduled calls yeah. uh, but leave a message in the week to set something up if you want to talk for 10 or 15 minutes be glad to uh, Glad and do that with somebody. And I mean, if you like, I, that, that phone number, if that's okay, is 513-257-8633. Yep. Perfect.
1: So I'll have links to the website. I can even put the phone number on the, uh, the podcast page on my website as well. Great. It's, uh, it's improvedresults.com and 513-257-8633 for uh, improved results. John, thanks for coming on the show, man.
0: John, yeah, you know, it's been great. I really just enjoyed uh, sharing with you and, and, uh, and uh, I just – as you can tell, even though this is a second career, and, and they, they call me the old dog with new tricks, I'm <laughs> on, uh, We all are on vertical learning curves right now. This so yep. what keep us all young. It's, it's exciting, and thanks for your time. Really enjoyed talking with you today.
1: Good to have you. Good. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing need much more.